All right. I think that people are enamored with Devin DuVernay, and rightfully so, right? I mean, he's always shown flashes. I followed him at Texas, thought he was a really good wide receiver. Um, and, and when he first came to the Ravens, I really didn't feel like they utilized him the way that they should have. Somehow, some way, he found his place on special teams where we know how that goes. He became an all-pro. Um, more so this year, because of lack of depth, they have to use DuVernay a little bit more and um, use him in wide receiver situations, which has been completely beneficial to the Ravens. I think I said that I thought that DuVernay, in one of our um, segments that we had about bold predictions, I think I said that my bold prediction would be DuVernay would lead the team in touchdowns, right? And obviously, Mark Andrews isn't going nowhere. He's still here. So that could definitely be in jeopardy. <laughs> However, uh, DuVernay has been exceptional in whatever role that Greg Roman puts him in. Um, the Ravens have been using him in a similar style, uh, like Debo using him in gadget plays, run plays, pass plays, you know, whatever plays. And he's been really good in doing those things. Uh, he had three rushes for 24 yards. He had, in, in Sunday's game, I'm sorry, he had five receptions for 54 yards. So, you know, he that's close to, it's what, over 75 yards or 78 yards or something. I mean, 98 yards. Excuse my math today. <laughs> no, I was right. That. 78. You don't do math on this show. I was, I'm sorry. I'm good at math now. 78 yards. I'm sorry. That's 78 yards. So, listen, uh, you know, no touchdown. He, he missed them deep. Lamar did um, in the game uh, and he was open, but. Ultimately, you know, Devin DuVernay is all that you can ask for, particularly in a situation where you don't have your number one guy in Rashad Bateman. Definitely. Look, DuVernay showed, you know, the full extent of what he's capable of doing, I think, on Sunday night. And that's with still not enough touches for my liking, to be honest with you. Uh, he had his career high with five catches in that game. It's got to, I mean, and I don't think it's on lack of him. Some of it is because he, he, his route running is an issue. And I've talked about that dating all the way back to training camp. He's not the best route runner. He has speed. He has the quickness to get away from guys at times. But his route running does leave much to be desired, uh, at least on a consistent basis. Now, he has spectacular hands. I mean, his hands are phenomenal. He can, you know, him being an all-pro returner means that he is a playmaker with the ball in his hands. And you see that when they are able to get him the ball quickly on this offense. Um, I want to see more Devin DuVernay. I said going into this, I said after the game, uh, after our post-game episode, I don't want what happened Sunday night of them trying to find unique ways to get the ball in Devin DuVernay's hands. I don't want that to be just a one-off just because Rashad Bateman wasn't out there. No, that should be an every week situation. You don't have a stable of backs that you could consistently trust putting Devin DuVernay back there a couple of times. I'm not saying do it as much as the Niners do it with Debo because I don't think Devin DuVernay is built the same way that Debo, Debo Samuel is. Debo right. Samuel is a, he, he's a, he's an aggressive runner. He you is. Know, he, he, yes. he, can, he can kind of take on that type of contact throughout the game. I don't know if that's necessarily what DuVernay can or wants to do. Uh, but getting him the ball in, in a variety of different ways, I think, only helps this offense. It forces the defense to be honest. They can't just lock in on 89. They can't just lock in on seven. You know, they have to try, They have to value everybody that's on the field right now. 
And look, I think everybody's for the last couple of years, we've all been asking for Devin DuVernay to get more opportunities. And finally, he's getting them and he's doing something with them. He's making us all look smarter than we probably really are. And I, I think it's important for the Ravens to keep going with that and not, not really put him in a box to where they feel like he can only do a, one or two certain things. I think that this is a guy that could kind of be a Swiss army knife in this offense and they need to use him as such. Yeah, I completely agree. And and so this is also Devin DuVernay's third um, season with the Ravens mm -hmm. drafted in the third round of the 2020 draft. So, you know, listen, we're at year three at this, this is around the time, you know, there's no um, fifth year, uh, option for guys outside of the first round. So if you are the Ravens, do you start to look in a situation where you would extend Devin DuVernay now? That way you don't have to worry about after the season, because you already got to deal with the Lamar Jackson situation right. after the season as well. Is that something that you would think you would be interested in um, looking into if you are Eric DaCosta? Well, he if he did get an extension, he would be on a very short list of Ravens wide receivers that were drafted and given a second. <laughs> um, I can't think of any. I know that they did try to give Torrey Smith an extension, right. and, and obviously he left and went to San Francisco. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I I can't think of any off the top of my head, quite frankly, that received extensions. Not me. I, I can't I, I'm I'm not even going to sit here and pretend like I know off the top of my head who those guys are. But I know that list is extremely short. Am I ready to give Devin DuVernay an extension? That's a big question. Look, he's an all pro returner. You want that on your team. So you know what you're getting in that instance. You know, you know how dangerous of a guy he is in the special teams department. And that's not overstated. He's already returned one kickoff for a touchdown this year. He's had other good returns on the on punt returns as well. Yep. Offensively, he's shown flashes of what he can do, of how how great his hands are, how you know, you may not call on you may not call his number a ton, but when you do call his number, he's there. Devin Duvernay this year, 17 catches on 20 targets. Three touchdowns. That's pretty good. Yep. That's a guy that is clearly there when you need him to be there. I need him to get more targets, but I'll take it. I wouldn't mind giving Devin DuVernay an extension right I now. I think he's well-deserved. I, I, I think that he's earned right. money right now. And if I'm Eric DaCosta, I'm on the phone with his agent and saying, look, how can we get this done now? Because honestly, <laughs> do it now. Because uh, yesterday's price and the day's price. And if you want him to be an intricate part of this offense and he continues to get better, the money is going to continue to go up. It's not going to get cheaper. It's, and right now, this is a, this. I, I think this is a time where they can get a kind of a bargain if they, Absolutely. If they so to speak, if yep. you, you know, before he has that whole year under his belt as the number two guy in this offense, you know, and who knows what his numbers are going to look like throughout the rest of the year. Who knows what he's going to be able to do for the rest of this year. But if he's able to get another all pro return, you know, for a back to back year, you know, that's, that's that, that number is going to go up. So yep. I think right now it's, it was, it's, it's low. It's a low maintenance type of deal. I'm not saying that they'll get them for nothing, but 
it's not going to be a, a substantial amount that we're looking at, obviously, for like guys like Lamar or even what the, Devin DuVernay may ask for at the end of the season or, you know, it may not even creep up to that. So, yeah, I'm I'm not against getting a, uh, a deal done with Devin DuVernay. I don't I don't think it'll hurt the team's cap or anything like that. I think this is a deal that makes sense. Uh, you you got to try to retain some of your guys, you Absolutely. know, from some of these last draft, these last few draft classes, and these draft classes haven't been great, without a doubt. But is it'll be good to see, you know, one of the bright spots from these draft classes and Devin Duvernay being able to be retained by the team. Completely agree, and I I just think that that's something that the Ravens have to do now. And honestly, look, I believe that the cap is is it's only a thing if you want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is my, it's Ooh. always been my moniker. Yeah. It is only a thing if you want it to be. Get that young man signed now. That's That way you don't have to worry about two potential big signings in the offseason because you still have to worry about what you're going to do with Lamar. And then if you if you give Lamar one of his better weapons, that gives you a better opportunity to resign your quarterback. I, I just feel like it's a win-win situation in that regard. So, you know, if I'm the Ravens, I'm absolutely looking into um, DuVernay getting his, his due because I think he's earned it thus far. I think he's done nothing but be a great teammate and competitor for this team and 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 even though I could end up being wrong and Mark Andrews could still end up you know uh being the touchdown lead on this team I think DuVernay is second I feel like you know he's the guy that is really hard to cover he I mean he gets passes that are in very tight situations um and and not many guys go up for it like that so you gotta do what you gotta do and 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 you do make a valid point I really can't think of anybody that they've extended from a wide receiver perspective that they've drafted so there hasn't been much to even want to extend yeah I agree I completely agree so do it yeah just I'm I'm all I'm all for it you know like I said it's not going to break the bank it should be something that's fairly team friendly, I would imagine. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think it's a no brainer. I completely agree with that. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Winning Drive on Friday. We will start to preview the New York football giants. And um, look, Daniel Jones is inconsistent as he is. He's playing decent i don't know who these guys are that he's throwing the football to and i guess we'll talk about that um in friday's episode obviously the 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 biggest issue is saquon barkley and finding a way to uh, maintain him but you saying that the ravens are ranked 12th in rush defense gives me a glimpse of hope a little bit a little i'm trying to i'm trying just a little bit of hope. So we'll talk more about what to expect um, as the Ravens go back to the Meadowlands for the second time this season and play the four and one Giants. Maybe one of the worst four and one Giants, uh, worst four and one teams I've seen in quite a while. But hey, four and one is four and one, and I would take it any day, okay? Because mm. I'd rather win ugly than lose pretty. And that's the amen. Point. <laughs> so thank you everyone for listening to Winning Drive. We'll be back on Friday from Cordell to me. This is Winning Drive. Mm-hmm.